Tell Us How to Make It Better is partnering with The Readiness Lab, the home for podcasts, webinars, and training in the field of emergency and disaster services. I'm George Siegel, and this is the Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. Every week, we introduce you to people who are working on real-world problems and providing actual solutions. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. The reason I started this podcast was to bring you stories about people who recognized a problem, whether it was in their community, their city, their country, or somewhere in the world. They saw this problem, and they said, rather than just complain about it, I'm going to do something to try to make it better. And those are the people that I want to introduce you to. And today, I have a great one. My guest today is utilizing her knowledge and experience as a green industry professional to develop a first-of-its-kind digital marketplace for unique, mature trees that would otherwise be destroyed, aligning environmental preservation with economic growth by providing property owners with a more responsible solution to tree removal, where they can now sell, relocate, or even donate their trees responsibly. Denise Vidash, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me here. No, I appreciate it. I love what you're doing. I, I guess my first question would be, how did you determine that saving trees was something that you were going to get involved with in such a big way? Well, um, I actually uh, grew up in the business of uh, growing and supplying trees to the green industry. Uh, my father uh, was a real pioneer in the industry um, in the landscape construction side of the industry. And so I, I rode around in the car f with him and on, on the weekends, uh, very often. And I listened to him as he provided, um, you know, solutions to problems that, uh, most people thought were impossible to solve. And so I hope, you know, I, I, I would like to think that I got a little bit of that, uh, absorbed a bit of that, and uh, and as I was riding around with him, I, I became very passionate about the trees, and um, I got into the business uh, after I graduated from college and worked for him, um, and then I actually ended up buying the supplier-grower side of his business and, and growing the trees, um, so we worked side by side for a really long time, and I identified this this problem uh, that kept reoccurring on job sites as we would go in and install these, these large trees on job sites, uh, we would be cutting down, you know, trees that were outgrowing their location or in the way of new construction that were very valuable. And I thought, why can't we create a, a marketplace um, for the, these trees, whereas property owners can now buy, sell, or relocate them um, on, on this platform. Uh, so I identified this horticultural equity that exists on so many property owners uh, across the globe, right? I mean, I think it's, it's a global problem uh, that many of your listeners probably can identify with, uh, that there has never been an easy solution or a marketplace to sell or buy or relocate these trees, right? A go-to, um, I, I believe the only option was uh, that, people th that people thought was to cut that tree down, right? 
uh, that was the easy solution. And as you know, there's so many ecological benefits to those mature trees. So I wanted to provide a better solution. Yeah, well, as anybody would know, I mean, anybody that, that, that cares about trees, or e even if you don't, if you tick off somebody that does, they will <laughs> yeah. really get on you because people are very passionate. I live in um, South Florida or South Tampa, rather, and um, it's a big deal if you want to cut down a tree here. You know, people, especially Grand Oaks, I, I know you probably can't save those because they're, 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 some of them are so huge, but people really are passionate about it. So explain to listeners how important trees are to us, because I don't know if everybody understands that just clearing a lot, it has consequences if you kill all the trees. Well, at, at a certain point that, a mature tree starts providing, um, you know, its ecological benefits to, to our planet. Uh, at about 10 years old is when it starts to, you know, be at its peak performance, right? And as it grows, uh, it provides exponential uh, benefits. And those, those being obviously the one that we talk about most often is, the sequestration of carbon, carbon in the air that, 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 that there's a significant amount of right now and also provides the very oxygen that we breathe on a daily basis. Uh, one very mature tree provides oxygen for two human beings daily, up hmm. to two or three human beings on a daily basis. And uh, it also provides... Um, uh, you know, captures runoff uh, that is, 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 is going into our waterways. Um, it provides habitats and, and it provides like aesthetically a really, a lot of beauty to our lives. So yeah, those, those, yeah, those are mean, just a few, I think. <laughs> yeah. When we were, when we were moving down here, we came and, and bought our house because we found this beautiful tree-lined street. And then when we moved down here, they had cut down all the trees to put in a new um, sewer down the middle of the street, a drainage system. So they cut down all the trees so it's no longer a tree-lined street. And when that happens, you really can tell the difference. It really does change the look of a neighborhood. And I remember when I lived in Texas, there were builders that when they would build would literally scrape the lot clean. They would scrape a whole area clean and start from scratch. And, and with what you guys are doing, do you work with builders to stop them from yes. doing that so yes. they can get involved yes. with you early in the process? Yes, yes. Um, we, have, we have several programs to get involved uh, on our marketplace, but one of them is uh, to become a brand ambassador, which, which means that you are able to identify to these property owners that there, there is an alternative more responsible solution to tree removal. So a lot of builders, yes, we're involved with with several, you know, and, and they get a piece of the of the fees, right? From, from Well, that'll the get them interested. Day. Those guys are two <laughs> nickels, yeah. You gotta incentivize people, right? I mean, and it feels and it feels good as a builder, I think it, it it levels up your integrity, right? As a builder, what what and whatever you're doing, if you're if you're preserving and and providing a beneficial footprint to the environment, right? So now um, in, a, in a lot of the yeah. statistics that I, I was looking at, they seem to talk about trees in terms of deforestation and 
and how that affects uh, affects the globe. And I, I thought it was unbelievable that um, 15 billion trees are cut down every year. And it says each person on the planet could have 3000 rolls of toilet paper with with that. And then the other statistic that caught my eye was if you stacked the trees they cut down on top of each other, they'd reach the moon and back almost six times. That's unbelievable. Right, right. And yeah, I think that, that the, the forest, the rainforest and the, and the well, the forests are, are a big part, right, of the, the benefits um, and the carbon sequestration and the oxygen that they provide to the world. But I think we're missing a huge opportunity that exists in the backyards of millions of Americans, an opportunity to preserve that and have a choice. Because I don't think so. sometimes we don't have a choice if they're cutting down the rainforest. Okay, we can protest as much as we want, but you know our our opinion doesn't count, right? Some some of the time, well, but most of the time. we can we we can make a decision now uh, to make a positive impact, a big impact uh, on our environment. So I think that's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's great about what you're doing, because what I like and in, in, in the films that I make, I try to deal with how from the bottom down, we can make a difference. So this gets right yeah. down to the homeowner, the person who's there can look at their yard. So tell me how the process would work if I have some trees in my yard and I want to get your, your organization involved. So we obviously have the digital uh, marketplace and it, it will actually walk you through the qualification process uh, because we do have qualifiers, right, for the marketplace. And then if you qualify, if your tree qualifies, you actually upload it uh, through a portal, right, uh, on our marketplace, you create an account. Um, and then internally here, we have a, a few customer care representatives that will reach out to you on the phone and go through another simple questionnaire with you and just to explain about the process. And then we, act, we, put, we appraise that tree based on the images. Um, and then you, you would approve the appraisal and your tree would go up as a listing on our marketplace. So then it can be viewed by anyone uh, to buy on the marketplace. So, um, yeah, that's the uh, seller side of the marketplace. Is there a cap on how big a tree could be? I mean, obviously, like I said in the there beginning, is. Grand Oaks, you're not coming out and moving there an is. oak. But that's so what is the, the range? That's part of the qualification process. So it's 14 inch caliper or less, um, which is the caliper of the trunk and uh, a maximum of 25 feet tall. Um, the tree must be obviously free from any disease or structural issues or damage, or it, and it, it must be accessible, right, to, with heavy equipment. Um, we are utilizing a technology um, called the air spade, whereas we, can, we are using compressed air to blow off the uh, soils from the root system and capture more of the root system because the tree weighs less and we can, we can do a lot more work near structures, right? So if the tree's too close to the house, we're able to use this air spade and work around that and still manage to excavate that tree in a responsible way. So we're trying to be environmental stewards, right? And not move trees that may have disease or be damaged. Like we are, 
going to do the right thing and, and provide you with that advice. Right. Um, so. Yeah. It always amazes me with, with how homes where they will put a, a tree right up against a house, which ultimately is causing problems. So you guys keep that, you have that in mind when you're taking the tree out. Yeah. Like as if, as if that tree's not going to grow. Right? <laughs> I know right next to the house. <laughs> well, our, our builder put a tree in, uh, before we moved in that was going to shed all over the yard, but it was a, it was a nice tree. It was valuable. I don't remember what the name of it was, but we posted on next door at the time. Cause I didn't know about, about your service five years ago. And a guy came who was a, a, a tree lover and, and took the tree for, you know, he just came and got it cause he wanted it. And so it was kind of like the early days of maybe what you, uh, mm-hmm. what you guys are doing. Yeah. So how does it, does it work all over the country? Can you get somebody like, like if I said I had a bunch of trees here in South Tampa, would you be able to, would I be able to be part of this process? So right now uh, we, we just launched the technology like five, well, well more than five months ago, but um, our season was five months. So we launched in July of last year and um, I, I'm baiting the technology here in Michigan because I live here mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to do, to do that probably for the next year. Uh, the seller side of the marketplace. Now, if you want to buy a tree, um, you can utilize this marketplace anywhere in the country. Um, but uh, to sell your tree, right now we're only providing that service here in Michigan because that's where we have our service providers. The certified service providers are here. But my plans are obviously to build out that marketplace across the country. Um, but it, it will take time because I want to do it in a very responsible way, right? I'm not just going to allow anybody to get on our marketplace as a service provider and move these trees. They're, they're going to go through a training, right, in order to um, do this in a responsible way. So. Sure. Now, I would imagine being in Michigan, I lived in uh, Detroit for three years. You're somewhat limited by the weather. You can't take them out of the ground yeah. when it's frozen, can you? No. So we're looking forward to being in Florida. Yeah. Because yeah I, we can work all year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was the other day it went down to 70 and I was complaining that probably you probably want to smack me for saying that um, yeah. because it gets really cold where you are. Very, very cold. But yeah. We're still in the we're we're still in the planning and development process. So this this time is allowing me to continue to do that, like in the off season. Uh, and, and build out our um, our network of service providers as well. So we have we have the challenge now of onboarding and training. You know, this year, ten service providers, contractors to do the work across the state of Michigan. So it's it's a big undertaking. It takes a, a significant amount of planning. Right. And so, oh, sure. I would bet that when people hear this uh, that are in other parts of the country, they're going to want to talk to you. I mean, it's, it's such a great idea. Uh, what kind of response are you getting from people when they hear about it? What are they, what's their first reaction? From what you just said, you know, before, um, people are, are really, really, really excited about how they can be involved. Right. And I always say to everyone, I'm not, I'm building this marketplace not only for the, benefit of the environment and the property owners and they get a little cash in their pocket, 
but also for my industry peers. They all have an opportunity to get involved, right? Uh, with this new ch revenue channel that I've identified for all of us. So they're super excited about it. You know, I'm not taking away from anybody's business. They can all come and be involved and provide their services and level up the integrity of their business and their, and their company. So now have there been any uh, diamond in the rough finds? Like has somebody found a tree in their yard that they thought was just kind of a throwaway and then it was worth a lot of money? I think every time uh, I go through this process with the seller, they are blown away at the value of the horticultural equity in their, on their property. They are blown can away. Me, can you give me an example? Just because I tell you something, um, people are people are lazy, in my opinion. A lot of people are, but if they know there's a way to make some money in it, I mean, who cares? As long as the job gets done, what their motivation is, the important thing is right. that they do it. Of course, and 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 humans are creatures of habit. So they they the easy solution all the all the time. This tree's bothering me. It's outgrowing its space. I don't like it. Is to cut it down, right? I mean that that that's all we had. So, um, yeah. Um, one project that we did this past year, um, there was a, a very large Japanese maple that was growing up against. Uh, a home and, and, and in another year, it would have been invaluable, right? Because it would, the whole side of the tree would have been destroyed because it was too close to the house. So I approached this property owner and I said, Hey, I'd like to offer you, you know, $7,000 for your tree. <laughs> and I explained to him that next year, the value of that tree is going to be zero. <laughs> So if it's not provide, it is on the side of the house, if it's not providing any, you know, aesthetic uh, value to you, would you like to repurpose, you know, the tree and sell it on our marketplace? And it sold within a matter of, I think, a month. And he ended up buying his daughter, um, his daughter, a new quad, because that's what she wanted. <laughs> So, you know, it's identifying this value that people never knew exists. They didn't know it existed or that there, there could be this opportunity, right? And, and, it, and it'd, be an e it'd be easy to do, to, to do right? Oh, absolutely. So. I, th I think that's going to be huge for you because it's hard to make $7,000 doing anything. But if, it just, right. if you just have something sitting in your yard that maybe you had nothing to do with, I think that's going to be huge. What obstacles are you running into with this business? Because I know everything has its... Every, everything sounds great, but there's always challenges. What obstacles have you encountered? Well, I think people being creatures of habit, right? So they're, they, 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 the one I identified earlier, um, I think it's hard to get people to change, right? Mm -hmm. The way they've been doing things for a very long time. Um, I think my challenge here is going to be building out uh the network of service providers, right? My soldiers, the people that are going to get in there and do the work, and and also the brand ambassadors, or or that we like to call the people that are going to identify this opportunity to property owners, because most property owners don't know that there is an alternative. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we need to build this out with a network of of professionals in the green industry, right? 
um, that can help us uh, build and grow uh, our mission in our marketplace. And luckily, and luckily, I, I already know um, have a have a lot of relationships in the industry. So I'm building that out, but it takes a, it takes time. So it's not going to be, you know, I want it to be ready on a national scale tomorrow, but that's just not realistic. Yeah, I want it to be uh, ready tomorrow also, so you can walk around my yard and tell me if I've got any coins under sofas. Here. You know, like, hey, wow, that tree's yeah, worth something. That right, would be uh, right. That would be awesome. To do this in the way that I want to do it responsibly and for the environment, I, 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 it's going to take some time, right? Um, sure. So I think that my cha- that's my challenge. Um, and, and also, you know, identifying this to, the, 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 to homeowners, getting the word out there. It's, that also takes a lot of time. But platforms like, like you, you know, you've created have, have really helped um, individuals like myself uh, get on the map. Well, that's awesome. I, I think your biggest challenge is, is, is it true. It also is the quality of, of people. You know, it's fine. Good help is hard to find. But I think because it's yes. trees and environmental, the people that are involved in that industry seem to care. And I think when people care, they mm-hmm. tend to do a better job. So I, I think yeah. growing your business is going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. It only it's, it's only going to add um, value and revenue uh, to to so many people, right? Uh, and and we will have a more beautiful planet because of it in the future um, for your children, my children to enjoy. And yeah, absolutely. Now I asked you before we started. I said, "Does anybody ever call you the Lorax?" You said uh, they do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's a yeah, great thing to be called. I, 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 I do speak for the trees because the trees don't have a voice. And I think I have a real opportunity to create um, a very, a very important awareness about the value of them to our life, which is huge. I think we take them for granted. Sure. In our I think yards, if when we walk by them, we do, we take them for granted and, and they actually support, support the life that we have. If trees cease to exist on this planet, so do we. And they don't need us. We need them. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think by the fact that for the people who don't care, if they know there's money involved, maybe that's, if, like I say, if that's their only reason, who cares, right? It, and it, no, if you I knew mean, you had yeah. all these valuable trees, doesn't that add value to your home? a significant amount of value that's not that people aren't aware of and that hasn't been identified to them. And I call that horticultural equity. There's a lot of it in your backyard. So um, it's another way that, that another way we are um, identifying this, right? For, for individuals like you who have no idea what's in their backyard. Now you're going to go out there, walk out there today and look around. <laughs> yeah, there's no question about that. Now, what advice would you have for somebody who has an idea like you did? Not, I mean, not the same idea, but somebody who has an idea, something they want to do, but they just haven't got started yet. They just, just don't know what to do. What would you advise somebody um, to do with an idea that, that they think can make a difference in the world? 
if you're dedicated and passionate enough about something, if you build it, right, and it and it will make and you know it will make an impact on on the world, people will come and they will identify with that. So don't wait one more day because one more day is 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 a day lost, you know, to to share that with with other people, right? Uh, so that they can, you know, benefit from whatever you you're creating, right? So it is challenging. Um, I will say that, um, but it's worth it. So. Well, I think you're going to have a lot of people coming to you. So tell people how they can find you. What are the different ways they can follow you and get ready? So when you come to Florida, they can yeah. bounce on it or yeah, maybe get you yeah, here yeah. sooner. That would be fantastic. Um, so we, our marketplace, uh, the web website is www.re-tree.org. So that would be the place to go. You can contact us on that page. I love to hear any questions people have. You know, again, we are building something that is uh, um, new and it's a first of its kind marketplace like this, uh, a circular economy for all of us to be part of. So I, I, I welcome everyone uh, to, to get onto the site and, and look around and, and get ready for me to come to your, you know, your area. <laughs> so when they're on the website, all the other ways to contact you are on there. Yes. Yeah. Every, every, all the information there to contact us is on there. We, we, we do have social media uh, sites uh, and you can just search that re-tree and you'll find uh, us on social media as well. Awesome. That's that. That is very exciting. I think it's going to be something that that uh, people are going to be all over. And um, I wish you a lot of success Thank with you. it. Denise, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Tell Us How to Make a Better podcast. If you have somebody in mind that you think would be a good guest for the program, there's a contact form on the website on tellushowtomakeitbetter.com. You can fill that out. I'll take a look at it and uh, maybe you'll see them on an upcoming episode. And if you have an opinion about something that you heard, uh, something that you liked, something that you didn't like, I value you sharing it with me. And I can also read those on the podcast as well. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.